All right, we're back. Circling Back podcast presented by Vizzy Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer with vitamin C from Superfruit Acerola. My name's Will DeFreeze. With me in the studio today, David Roth. This episode is going to be a lot like retail therapy. If instead of uh, a guy who knows a lot about fashion and style, you replace that person with uh, me. People don't realize that retail therapy is not a podcast. It's an opportunity for me to have uninterrupted conversations with Barrett about questions that I have regarding things that I'd like to do in life. It's, it's my, it's my work around for texting Barrett, which he famously is not a very good responder to texts. One of the worst. I have taken, <laughs> I have taken the time and I have made it so that Barrett has to sit down with me for one hour every two weeks to just hash things out. So I'm trying to think how to say this. I know neither of you guys t- partake in this, but I would pay an undisclosed amount per month to listen to you and Barrett do copious amounts of cocaine and just talk about shit on a podcast. It would get too dark too quick. Yeah. It would get too dark. Right. Beyond the paywall. Yeah, that would have to be paywall content because there there would be a time where I would unravel. And if that was just free on YouTube, it would be difficult for me to uh to to be okay with it floating around on on Twitter. What if I meet you halfway? Like, what if in, So you do Adderall like you do like an XR correct. Adderall or something? You do an Adderall, but you take it like twelve hours prior. So you guys get like the back end of it to mm-hmm. where like you're you're kind of coming down and getting a little moody, and then it's just you see what happens. And Why you don't get we some do content? Should we just do mushrooms? I feel like mushrooms are having a moment. <laughs> some some are saying they are. I feel like everyone's doing mushrooms these days. I feel like New I sponsor I, alert. I just didn't think that mushrooms would be something that became so in vogue before weed was legalized everywhere. I kind of thought weed getting legalized would usher it in. But we, like we live in, we live in Texas. Here's a question I have actually for Texans, for I guess just everyone in general. Obviously, weed's not going to get legalized in Texas for a really long time. Does is Joe Biden, who has famously uh, said that people will be let out of jail for for certain offenses, does this mean they're just going to like cool the jets on on charging people with this stuff, or are um, more court cases just going to get thrown out? believe it is still illegal at a federal level level okay excuse me okay um that being said you're seeing more um dare uh, i'm trying to think of the best word to use uh forward thinking okay communities decriminalize it forward thinking on drug policy at least like saying all right well it's not legal but our officers are gonna have discretion and they're no longer gonna you know cite people or arrest people for small amounts of weed whatever I didn't know we were going to go into this today, but I, I, I started it, so I can't be mad. Um, <laughs> that being said, I think this is all affected by the, the chip shortage. Yeah, that and makes sense. When you factor that in with lunchflation, you've got a real boondoggle. You're, kind of, you're to blame for the chip shor- shortage, right? Because you just can't stop eating the chips and salsa? Yeah, well, thanks for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. I do have a chips and salsa problem, famously. If anyone's out there wondering why we haven't introduced Dylan today yet, it's because he's not here. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're telling tales out of school. Dylan is having that procedure done where they break your femur uh-huh. and it adds two in, 
up to two inches of height. Yeah. Not height. And yeah, I mean, kind of wish he would have waited till, you know, we take our, our little Christmas holiday sabbatical, but you know, he's doing it now. So he should be back in about a month. Um, albeit in a, in a wheelchair or a motorized cart, but yeah. Should we, I talked to the doctor in the hospital where he's getting his femurs broken okay, and getting them heightened. I asked if we could have uh, an esthetician come in to bleach his butt right? Uh, while he was under, since I know that he doesn't want to do that. And I was actually told by um, numerous people at the hospital, including security guards who asked me to leave. Uh, I was told that we couldn't do that. We couldn't, we couldn't get in the room. They, they claimed COVID protocols, but I think per, per sleepy Joe, the, the pandemic's over. Well, let me say this. I didn't, I didn't think today's episode was going to be a referendum on uh, our healthcare policy, but there should be an option when you're, ha when you're getting put under anesthesia to have like other minor things done. So you don't have to like repay to have something down the road. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's say they're putting you under for, no, well, I don't know, your teeth. Dave, this is taking money out of Sally's pocket. We need, we need her to get as many anesthesia gigs as we can. Okay. Well, like all I'm saying is if I you agree get with your you. butt bleached while you're getting your teeth fixed or your legs broken or whatever, you should have that option. If I could get my teeth cleaned while I'm out for like a major surgery, I would I would rather just do it while I'm out. It's well, like a tag team. Yeah. Like once one finishes and tags out, comes other guy comes in. No, let's just let him do it at the same time. The same time. Same time. Sally gets just getting a, spit roasted. Sally gets pregnant again. She she goes gets a C section or something. And I I get her to get her teeth cleaned while she's getting a C section. Two I birds, just, one stone. Okay, you get her to get her teeth cleaned during a C section. Yeah. Uh, only true House of the Dragon fans will understand this, but uh, woof! You've got the wrong guy. You've got the wrong guy yeah, on the other end Randy of the pod. Knows what I'm talking about Randy. Yikes! Are you? Do you have the, a similar reaction, Randy? Yeah. Woof! Dude, that's what I've been saying. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, Dylan, Dylan will be back potentially this afternoon. He's not actually having his legs broken. No, Dylan's getting new teeth. He lost all of his other teeth somehow. Yeah. What if what if Dylan actually just messed up? He went to some like cheap bootleg doctor and he came up, he came back to the studio and he just had straight up like aggressive veneer teeth. I think that might be a possibility. I feel like it's something they put in and then they're going to have to go back and alter. I don't know. I've never, I've never experienced such a thing, but if, there, if there's one thing on my person that I've always been self-conscious about, it's my teeth. I think there's a lot of people out there like that. Same. I, think, I think everyone's more critical of their own teeth than other people are. Of their Especially teeth. when your wife, my wife and your wife for that matter, have like great teeth. Oh yeah. And like great, very photogenic smiles. And I'm like over here just soft smiling like, mm. yeah. When I saw the soft smile coming back mm. into Vogue, I was like, yeah, I need to start soft smiling. No more. one smiles softer than I do. Do you think you can out soft smile me? No, I'm not very good at it. It makes my it makes me look weird. Uh, people also, and this is another thing I'm self-conscious about, and I know a lot of people are, that people think that like when they get photos taken of them, that they always look at their eyes and one's like closed and the other one's wide open. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel that about yourself? Yeah, but that's because I did lose an eye famously after I um secured a dragon. And um, I was in a fight with um, the rightful heir to the throne. I'm sorry. Go on. I didn't lose an eye. I want to say something. That's a good House of Dragons reference. I watch it. He watches House of Dragons. 
You're going to get an email about that. I watched Dragon Houses. That would be good. I had Horner syndrome. Are you familiar with Horner syndrome? Yeah. It's something I struggle with daily. Yeah. <laughs> Horner syndrome is a condition that affects the face and eye on one side of the body. It's caused by the disruption of a nerve pathway. So this one of my eyes. Has? One of my eyes was always like a little more shot. Doesn't Bieber have some? His is different. Is his like more serious? Yeah. I'm I don't, not making yeah. light of it. I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't know how serious Horner syndrome is uh, because I was a baby when I had it. And so they, they remedied that pretty quickly for me. Oh. But it says that it's uh, very rare. Treatment can help, but this condition cannot be cured. They cured me somehow. They did surgery though. You're different though. I'm built different. Right. I have two working eyes now, not to brag. Would it change things if you found out that you had some sort of like um, implant in your eye, like um, a cochlear, if you will? Maybe uh, Isn't that in your ear? Cyborg. I don't know. Isn't cochlear your, your ear? Probably. But what if it was in your ear too? I'd be fine with that. I, I need something in my ear. My ears are so fucking plugged lately. You need to do that candle thing where it clears it out. I think I just need to go to, yeah, I think I just need to go to a doctor and just have them do that thing where they just spray, they just take a fire hose to your ears and just put all the stuff in it. You ever done that before? No, I'd like to have that done. Dude, they put a little thing, they put like a little trough against your ear and then they start cleaning it out and then they bring the trough away from your face and you can see all the stuff inside of it that they just washed mm. out from your ear. It's absolutely disgusting. The color of this stuff is like gross. Browns, oranges, deep yeah, reds. Yeah, I can imagine as it's inside of your ear canal. Eustachian tubes. Should we do an, like should we do like a video where I go get my ears cleaned out? Set, tell Brett, put a pitch pitch deck together. Yeah, we can pitch it. Who should we pitch it to? Just I've got an ENT that I really like. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying. I could use one. Yeah. I could holler at one. Right down there on 34th. You should check them out. Perfect. I'm doing it. Yesterday. The worst of return to Patreon, patreon.com slash circling back podcast. Tomorrow we will be doing listener voicemails. Hopefully, and fingers crossed, fingers crossed that this happens. Hopefully, Dylan's anesthesia or numbing has not worn off by the time we record voicemails. And hopefully he's like drooling the entire time. So I think if it is too significant, he will if it's going to be any kind of an impediment to him speaking on the pod, he will be like, no, I, guys, I, I really can't. And he just won't come in. He's because he knows he's just going to get. It's just if he be does that, fast. if he does that, I'll be very, very upset. I'll be very pissed at him for backing out on a time when we could get humor out of it. So they're not putting him all the way under. Correct. I don't it's know. A local, I think I it's a local anesthesia. So. I was going to say, because this is a real opportunity to do like the Dubai was lit video part due but with dylan coming out of anesthesia just got a camera right in his face just seeing what kind of wacky stuff he says let's get brett over there let's just send brett over there and just hang out there yeah what's up i'm here for the dylan surgery You're like oh are you immediate family no no i'm a business development guy i'm actually going to record him i'm his biz dev guy just as important if you want to get a voicemail in 888-618-4422 Again, 888-618-4422. Get in, get out, be tactical. As always, head over to our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash circling back. Subscribe there. Watch every episode right there. Again, youtube.com slash circling back podcast. And we also got merch available. Washmedia.shop. So much merch going on. Go make it happen. And guess what? A lot of people don't realize this. Patrons, they even get a little discount on the merch. Whew. Look out there. Hey, guess what? 
I have a new favorite sponsor right now. Ooh. They're called Wild Grain, my friends. Dude. Didn't know what to expect. But we're we're two, uh, I guess, loaves of bread in. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal. When I heard that we were getting Wild Grain on board, you said, you're like, oh, Alyssa's going to be pumped. She's she's talked about them before. And once I heard that they had the, the Alyssa seal of approval, that's when I knew that things were going well. There's nothing quite like the smell of fresh, fresh baked bread coming out of the oven, especially on a chilly morning during the holidays. This is not a dream, my friend. This can be all yours, courtesy of Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first bake from frozen box of artisanal bread. Plus, they have amazing rolls, pastries, and even handmade pastas. Wild Grain uses only clean ingredients, such as unbleached and non-GMO flour. Dylan even likes it. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it utilizes a slow sourdough fermentation process that's healthier for you and tastes better than anything you can find in the grocery store. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank, and they've donated over 120,000 meals so far. This holiday season, Wild Grain is featuring delicious new limited-time sweet treats like pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Oh, boy. Have you made those yet? Oh, yeah. We made those Sunday morning. Those we are some, a problem. We had some friends over, and we just put those in the oven, and guess what? I mean, they turned out great. I feel like it's like 20 minutes in the oven. Yeah, it was easy. It doesn't take long. Easy. Uh, you toss that glaze on there, let them sit for a little bit. I was picking oh, at those things all day on top of the oven. I'm salivating. I was I was so happy about it. Uh, we have some orange cranberry biscuits that I actually am saving for a holiday. I, those just sound too decadent and too good. Yeah, no, they that's, even have that's the move. Chocolate avalanche croissants, baby. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash steam and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's even easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. I was so happy the other day when we got we got our stuff from Italy and we got some olive oil that we bought over there that got, finally got shipped to us. I just dragged some of that wild grain bread straight through there and it was absolutely delightful. And if you're not hungry already, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants, or as you, they say in France, croissant in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash steam to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash steam. That's wildgrain.com slash steam. You can get promo code steam at checkout. You know what would pair really well with some wild grain? Um, Maybe you have some chocolate croissants coming out of the oven and you're like, man, I could really use something to drink with this. Is it the best part of waking up? Cannibal Corpse coffee in your cup? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... We've done Cannibal Corpse before. I don't even know why we did the Cannibal Corpse real or fake. It was spooky season three, I believe. And we just Two decided to to name some of the darkest things that we could f- find from them. Yeah, I just, I, I knew, you know, honestly, when I was sitting down putting a pen to paper, shout out to intern Evan, um, I was like, you know what? Would this get a reaction out of them? Just me reading these names. And I was like, you know what? It would. And we did it. And I think it was good. But yeah, they've, they've come up in recent weeks as well. I don't know why, but they did. Well, one day ago, uh, Loudersound.com published a, uh, an article that said, have Cannibal Corpse just made the most extreme coffee on the planet? This article was written by someone named Metal Hammer. Are they re- is that any relation to former blogger for uh, Total Frat Move Jack? No. You don't, don't think? Th- I don't think so. That's too bad. I wonder if Jack Hammer ever ate all that burnt pizza. Dude, okay. We so got to talk about that. Dan Register, 
everyone knows who no he is. No call, no show. The Spookyman Mary, uh, Barry Bash or Scary Bash, whatever it's called. I'm at least glad that Dan had receipts for his reason for missing the Scary Merryman Happy Bash. We crushed that. Yeah. Um, I have never seen a pizza that black before. It looked like he took a piece of or a, a oven pizza and it looked like he brought it to exhibit on Pit My Ride and was like, make this matte black. It looked like it said it was uh, being cooked during Pompeii. Did he? How did he? How did he get it out of the like? It was volcanic ash. I've never seen anything so dark in my entire life. Yeah, he um, he said he he was having a few too many Delcotinis or Deltinis, um, and he said, yeah, it was a tough night. Woke up to the smoke detectors going off. That's I can honestly say. I've never done that. Now, I have ordered food and passed out. I've been that guy. I think I've only done that once or twice. once. But I've never been... If, I, if I'm if i coherent enough to get the oven going, I'm usually good about staying awake. What does it say about me that I think... I don't? I just don't get hungry anymore when I'm drunk. That's that's a good sign of maturity. And I, I, I have no desire to... And if I am hungry... I know the limitations of drunk me, and I know that it's impossible, impossible for me to order something and stay awake for it. There's a, there's no way that I'll ever stay awake for it, so I've just never done it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think about, you know, half of weight gain in your 20s, like right after college, is from eating late night. Mm-hmm. I truly, uh, I've not looked at the science, but if, if they told me that, I would believe it. Something I will do with Fritz before he goes to college is I will teach him about nutrition in the summer leading up to when he leaves. I'm going to teach him about, you know, how you shouldn't eat make your own stir fry for every single lunch every day with a big bowl of rice there and a bunch of teriyaki, extra teriyaki sauce on that. The kind with all the sugar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I might've done that and I might've put on 30 pounds in one semester. Yeah. But at least you went on TV. It's true. It's true. Famously. Well, actually, no, I had since lost that weight and then put it back on from oh, just partying. Yeah. Just well, being super a, responsible. You're in the middle of a cup run. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can put on some pounds during a cup run. It's fine. It's playoffs. I could do a cup run of this cannibal corpse coffee. <laughs> Oh, we're back to the we're back to the coffee. Uh, brutal death meddlers, cannibal corpse are the latest to hop on the trend. This article says. Hold on, I just lost what I was going to read about this. Uh, when they said they wanted the most killer coffee on the planet, they spared no expense and took no shortcuts to bring this maniacal beast to life. A year went into this project, cupping beans from around the world, turning down diab or turning tuning down to a diabolical roast level and custom artwork. From artist Vince Locke himself. Whoa, not Vince Locke. Do you think when Cannibal Corpse started, when they were just young little Cannibal Corpse children thinking that they wanted to start this metal band, uh-huh. do you think that they they dreamt up having coffee that was organic Bali Blue Moon? That sounds delightful. It sounds delightful. But no. They no. would hate the people that they've become. Uh, lead singer of Tool now has like a vineyard and he's like a serious wine guy. So there is a precedent there for, um, I guess Maynard. Yeah. Maynard. Also, Jonathan Davis just launched a pet, a freak on a leash dog company. And he's not even a dog guy. It's like, it's like edgy dog collars with like fake spikes. Isn't he allergic to dogs? Didn't I read that recently? I saw that headline. Yeah. I didn't click it, but yeah, something he doesn't like, or can't be around dogs. I believe. But yes, Freak on a Leash, one of their uh, one of their hits from the early two thousands. And so, 
I would love to support a company that benefits somebody who doesn't like dogs. I would love to buy Rosie a collar from a dog company. I got allergy tested last week and um, I got the, the talk with the doctor yesterday. He was like breaking down the results and he's like, hey, and I wanted to say you are not allergic to pet dander so you can keep your pets. And I just wanted to be like, hey, brother. That was never on the, the getting dog, rid of never on the table. The dog was never going anywhere, my guy. What if you found out that like your allergies were all due to your dog? He did say like your dog shouldn't. I read you shouldn't have your dog even in your bedroom at night because, you know, they go outside, they get. So you're telling grass. me I shouldn't have my dog sleep between the pillows of right, Sally and I? Right. Might be a problem, but you know how we are. This says. Uh, Dogs are bay. Dude, Dogs are bay. Dude, when I'm walking down the street and I see a dog, uh-huh. I have to bet it. Dude. Dude, I have to. The toughest thing for me is when I'm in uh, the security line at the airport and there's like the little TSA bomb sniffing dog. And it's like, don't pet me. And I'm like, oh, but you're a dog. And that's all I want to do, man. It's just like, hey, officer, can I pet your dog? And then they uh, hold me at gunpoint. I saw an older lady. Uh-huh. At the airport recently. And she went and she started petting one of the dogs. It clearly says, like, don't pet me. Like, I'm a bomb dog. Didn't say bomb dog. But you know what they are. Right. And, like, it was everyone should kind of looking around. Like, what do we, should we do something? Like, the, the guy doesn't want to tell her not to pet it because this lady's really old. It will break her little heart. But everyone else is like, wait, I want to pet this dog too. But, like, we know we can't. So, yeah. like, like what's it, why is this fucking lady doing it? He didn't. He or she did not make an example of this lady. No. No. That was nice. He treated her nicely. I will say one thing I've learned going through customs in Mexico, they don't really they they have fun with their with their dogs, their drug dogs, whatever dogs. Like they don't mind if you you, know, you could get down on all fours and take a pick with their dog. They're cool with it. Good to know. Way more liberal with their their bomb dogs. I think Austin's airport has more bomb dogs than any other airport it's I've that, ever seen. Dude, it's that GSP. It's that dude, they're everywhere. GSP that's always right there. I think so great. they've stepped up security at the Austin airport and I, I'd like to know why, or maybe I don't want to know why. Yeah. I just feel like it's much, much more, sec- uh, I say secure and I, j- I don't know. I just, there's so many more people walking around with dogs than I've seen at other airports lately. Remember the shoe bomber? No. Richard Reed. Uh, it sounds familiar. He straight up fumbled the shoe bomb. He was thwarted. His attack was thwarted. People don't talk about that enough, but it did happen. He tried to, he had a bomb in his shoe and he tried to light it. I respect airport security. I respect the processes that we have to go through and I respect all the rules that we have to follow. But just because I have TSA pre-check, oh, the difference between, the difference between TSA pre-check and not having TSA pre-check is taking off your shoes at this point. And I just don't think, I don't think it, it makes much of a difference having people take off their shoes or not. I like to wear boots on planes because if I want to bring boots to a, a trip or something, I don't want to pack them as they take up a lot of real estate in the suitcase. That being said, taking off your boot, a full on cowboy boot is a little bit of a pain in the ass, especially when you're standing there, you're trying to like, you don't want to fall. You don't look like an idiot. I had a sweat, I had like a chunky sweatshirt on one time and they told me to take it off because they had to take off all jackets. And I looked at him, I was like, isn't this a sweatshirt? And he's like, yeah, but it's really thick. And I was like, well... <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like there's some rules here that I'm not privy to. Weren't you about to go through the thing? Get yeah. that little radiation blast? Yeah. And I was like, I, you can tell it's a sweatshirt. Like, I just don't think it's that big a deal. Wow. 
Sally does this thing sometimes where like we it doesn't always have TSA pre-check on there. Sometimes you have to add it yourself and everything. She she always it's weird that she always makes sure that hers is on there. How do you add it yourself? You have to call them, give them your known travel number. Just, you can't just do like you did with your report card in high school where you just kind of write something on there. No. Just kinda, be nice. You turn that D to a B. There are people out there who are like, yeah, but the TSA pre-check line at this point is just as long as the regular line. No, it's not. It's no. just not. Um, former sponsor, I still keep up with my clear. Um, yeah, I don't do free ads, but if I did, uh, I, would, I would admit that I have clear still. Yeah, I, 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 I use it, but not every airport has it. And it. sometimes I'm like, you know, I really didn't need this. I use it all the time now. Really? Like, I, it, do you feel bad when you get to go to the front of the line? Let me just let me. No, I w- I would feel bad if I didn't pay for it. Can I tell you a story about Randy and I when we went to the House of Torment? You may. Um, look, we can get his his take on this. So we when we were parking, if you didn't see this video, Randy and I were doing a new video series. It may be a one off called Ghost Cucks. We're the cucks in this uh, in this video. Anyway, uh, we're pulling up to a haunted house, House of Torment. And cars are just lining the streets. And I was in my head, I'm like, oh, this is about to be a problem. Finally find a place to park, walk, not that far, probably 200 yards. And we get in there and I'm so worried about like the line that I'm ordering tickets as we're walking up on my phone. I'm e-tickets, digital tickets. Elastic. I paid, I paid for the fast pass because I was like, well, Randy and I are going to be here all night if we don't. That's not what he paid for. What'd what? you pay for? He paid for the front of the line pass, which was the faster fast pass. I did. So we, that, we would even skip the fast pass people. And let me tell you, it's pretty, pretty good investment. Did you feel like an asshole skipping a bunch yes. of kids? The second house we went to, I mean, there's like not that many people. There's like three haunted houses on the, um, and I use haunted in quotes because uh, there's like, a, you know, 10 people in line. And then we just walk up. And we're right there, and then they just wave us on, and you're kind of like they're high school kids, and me and Randy, are, we're old, especially me, and we're just kind of look. I'm looking down. At one point, I had a GoPro on my hat, but they told me to take off. Yeah, they're like, "Who are these assholes that not only wore an illegal GoPro in this place, but also skipped everyone in the line?" It was allegedly us, content kings. That's we're the kings who. of. We're the cucks of content. Uh, if you pay, if you pay money to Money's. skip a line, you shouldn't feel guilty about skipping said line. I know. I just I, I I started feeling a little like classist. Me and Ran as me and Randy. <laughs> sometimes with clear, if you don't have TSA pre-check, sometimes it doesn't help that much. You'll roll through clear. If you have TSA pre-check, they'll bring you there and they'll do it. Sometimes they'll just bring you through clear and be like, all right, go to that other line over there if you don't have it. And then yeah. you have to go wait just as long as you would have without going through clear. Doesn't always benefit you. If you want to see that video, it's only on Patreon, spooky season tier and the optimized backer tier. It was a good video. A lot of fun. Anyway, shameless plug. We talked more about airport security and skipping lines uh-huh. than we did about Cannibal Corpse Coffee. So I think it's I think it's time we need to move on to a, a new uh, segment. I thought you wanted to hear a little bit more about their 2021 song, Inhumane Harvest. But like <laughs> I just it's depress it's it's depressing to me that these bands that used to probably like scoff at even drinking coffee because it wasn't hard enough for them. Like now they're just like Starting vineyards. Is it an irony play? Uh, no, I don't think it is. If it was an irony play, that would be different. But th- these guys are just now just cashing in on 
on what they should be cashing in on. They're selling out just as as everyone does in life. Um, what's the what's the military guy's coffee company, Black Rifle? Yeah. Um, the gas station by my house sells a 300 milligrams of caffeine, like just absolute big dog can of Black Rifle, like espresso coffee. I don't have the balls to try it. But I just want to say 300 seems like a lot. 200 is good for me. 250, getting there. 300, that I'm tweaking. I need to balance that out. I need a perk or something. I just Googled like how much caffeine will make you overdose. And Google did not give me an answer. Instead, they think that I'm like trying to do it. I'm trying to I'm trying to actively not do it. That would be the worst way to try to go. Dude, I think I overdosed on coffee one time. Or you, did, you just did. I think I was close. No. Yes. I went I swear to God. I don't I don't have any explanation for what happened then. I had so much that I had nearly had a panic attack and it messed up my uh my stomach for the next three days. This is the Sunday Scaries origin story. This is it was from Central Market. <laughs> I will at them as they made the worst iced Americano of all time. And I think they put like twelve shots of espresso in it on accident. That's a, that would be a lot. I have a I have a friend who is um, an attorney, and to to do his daily duties, he is a triple shot guy. He is a red eye with three shots of espresso. That's disgusting. And I don't know how he does it. He's got to wean himself off. He won't. Shout out DJ Bean, big Ween fan. Loves Ween. Loves Ween. Um, yeah, I'm a, I I stop at one shot of espresso if I'm doing the red eye, and red eye for me is only a cold weather thing. Not to like keep talking about airports, but I did something the other day that I thought you might like. Because, you know, drinking a beer at an airport is a dicey situation. You leave yourself feeling a little bloated. You worry about having to pee mid-flight. You're talking to the guy. I went to, I went to the least busy cafe I could find at the airport in Detroit. I went up, and instead of getting like a full coffee, I just got a shot of espresso. I kept the liquid down. I took the idea of a tummy ache coming out of there, and I just had this little tiny paper cup. Dude walks up while I was grabbing the cup off the thing when they called my name, and he was like, what do you do with that? Just drink it? Like, well, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm butt chugging it. Yeah. Like Wait, what else would I be doing? Coffee enema? He's like, it's so tiny. I'm like, yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. But I don't Wait, wanna... and it was in a paper cup? They, put, they just put it in a little tiny paper cup. Do you remember we took... <laughs> Another jackhammer story. God, we need to just have Dan. We should have had Dan. On. Yeah, we should just have Dan on today. Um, we took. We went to a coffee place. I don't know what we were doing, and Dan ordered, and he ordered like I think he just ordered an espresso, but he didn't realize it was that. He thought he was getting like coffee with espresso, and when they brought it out and handed him the tiny little espresso glass. He had that. He was so defeated. I could and see it, him being defeated on and that. And he's just, you know, Dan's a large guy. He's got a manly beard, good shape, and he's just sipping his little espresso. I think I was Perfect. with you for this. I think you were too. I think it was right before numerous people were let go from a former company. That's of ours. probably right. Dave, what is Do We Need This? Oh, is this a, related to Do You Know It, a game show podcast? It's a lot like that. No, this is a this is a segment. And this is something that hit the TL. Somebody was uh, tweeting about it. That's on Twitter. And uh, it's from Adweek. So this is, they probably paid for this to have this talked about. But it's from our good friends at Tropicana. You a fan of Tropicana? You know, orange juice? I don't drink much orange juice these days. But when I do, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't Tropicana. 
I have no issues with them. No, if, I, if I'm going name brand orange juice, Tropicana is probably one of the first ones I'm going to. Like we who, do, we live in a city though that has very privileged orange juice. A lot of the grocery stores, like H E B, has that fresh stuff that's just too fire. Yeah, you even like so H E B is not like the high end grocery store, right? The Central Market is that. It's their me. high. It's the Central Market is the 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 Whole Foods version of H E B. But I feel like you can get nearly everything at Central Market, or that you can at Central Market at H E B. You can get the fresh squeeze at H E B. You H-E-B. can definitely get that fresh juice, which is good. Um, but anyway. Um, they are now offering what is being described as a mimosa machine. Um, it is the latest in a series of orange juice stunts, which I've always said we need more of those. Yeah. Um, it's essentially a pump sprayer that screws onto a 12 ounce bottle of Tropicana. You could probably make this at home and save yourself the time. This is so dumb. The nozzle features three settings. Will whisper, spritz, shower. Is it, is this... Okay, this is both simultaneously smart and stupid at the same time. Like, I kind of want to just experience it one time. They're going to drop the Scaries bag. They should drop the Scaries bag, actually. This this is we something you can get behind. Should we have Brett start doing live, like, we got a like lot of mid-episode ta- drops yeah, on people? We've like, got a lot of tasks for Brett after uh, 33 minutes of this podcast. Yeah, it's like, yo, Tropicana. Got to go camera in front of Dylan. Uh, coffee, mm-hmm. orange juice. Uh, the not yeah. So the device allows users to regulate the dosage and frothiness of the juice dispensed into the bubbly. So I haven't had a mimosa in a while. I do like mimosas, but sadly, I don't. I don't go to brunch as much as I used to. Yeah, I, I just try not to drink like early these days. Right. The um, for lack of a better term, the Sunday fun day kind of goes away a little bit when you have kids. And that's fine. Fine. You're still having fun. You're just not having it with alcohol. That being said, when it comes to the orange juice that you want in your mimosa, do you have like a preference? Like I, I, I could understand you don't want pulp. Some people. See, I don't mind pulp. I don't mind it either, but I, I've seen that done like, nope, can't have the pulp. But uh, is there like a thickness that you're looking for? Are you down with that thickness? I just want as little as possible. Like I want it to essentially taste like a, a, a flute of champagne had a, like a little just dot dropped in it's not because i'm trying to get like absolutely lit but what i've found is that the the combination of these two will often lead to heartburn often lead to an upset tummy something of that nature and what i want is just kind of uh, uh, some some champagne with a little bit of orange flavoring in it um since we're doing a bougie pod today yeah did you see that uh, our our favorite restaurant austin jeffries brought back the martini cart did, how, how'd you find that out they, one of those Austin food accounts, one of the 55,000 did like a whole write up on that. The martini cart is back. Didn't really understand why it had to be gone. Like, looking back, like there's a lot of things during the pandemic that probably we'd like back, right? No, there were some concessions society. made during the pandemic that, you know, they, they blamed on the pandemic, but martini like. Martini cart if, never really made sense. If a waiter's still coming to your table and handing you food, a waiter can come to the table and make a martini. And let me be clear. I'm not even getting a martini all of the time. I just like to know that I could, and I could have it done tableside via cart. Yeah, tableside anything, as as everyone knows, circling back is in. But if they're doing tableside martinis for the longest time, as it's the only way you can enjoy, exactly. And then they don't do them. There's always going to be that vacancy there for me. Yeah, 
Exactly. Do they I, charge more for a, a martini cart martini at restaurants yeah, than a regular cart, one? Cart, there's like a built-in cart maintenance fee. That makes sense. Yeah. You probably just don't notice it because it's an expensive-ass restaurant in the first place. Just an upcharge. Are we going to go through the, the list of re- the best restaurants to make out in? Did I send that? I sent you that, didn't I? You, t- oh, I you just tagged you circling back. Yeah, actually, I kind of would like that. We could do that after um, an ad read. I, ch- I actually tried uh, tagging Dylan in that yesterday because Eater, Austin, Eater obviously is a very famous website. E-A-T-E-R. Uh, not the one that Dylan goes to. Um, they put out a, a list of the best restaurants in Austin to make out in. Yeah, I just... Or most in. For sure. You can be new in Austin, right? Yeah, I was actually out by Hippie Hollow yesterday. Isn't it just kind of? Isn't there certain parts you can be nude in, or is it ever, all of Austin? There are nude beaches. Because like I used to see topless women walking around Barton Springs all the time on my yeah. way to work, and I was like, this feels aggressive. The first time I saw just a pair of out in the wild breasts, <laughs> dude, Dave in Austin just Dave, driving. Chill with the language. All right, or as Randy would say, hammers. Okay, dude. Yeah. Some respect. Okay. If yeah, if we're gonna be like Randy, we'll say swangers. Chill out, dude. No, I I remember just it was actually driving from our our first studio, which was in a house in near near Zilker Park and that all that stuff and yeah, it's jarring. Just, just walking by a crosswalk, there's somebody top off, and I'm like, huh, that's forgot about that. Okay. Why not? When's the last time you made out at a restaurant? Probably when I was, Sally was simply my girlfriend and not not someone that I was married to mm-hmm. or engaged to. Sure. Yeah. You're still putting forth effort. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've made out in any restaurants. Sure. Nothing wrong with that though. Oh, now I just want a martini. Let's go get steaks and martinis for lunch. Um. How? What would Dylan do if he came in after his surgery and you and I were just sloshed, sloshed on martinis and smelling like a steakhouse? Probably the same thing that Alyssa does when she has like a girls' night or a girls' weekend, and I go out and buy like a, a big old steak and like a bottle of wine. She's like, "Oh, thanks for doing this when I'm not here." Sally used to go to Tulsa for two weeks at a time for school. And when she would go to Tulsa, she'd stay with her friend. They would always have a good time. They'd always, you know, make good dinners and stuff like that. But she'd FaceTime me around bedtime every night. And she'd be like, what'd you have for dinner? And I'd be like, oh, tonight I had like halibut with some roasted vegetables, blah, blah, blah. Other nights I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I reverse seared a filet for myself. And she'd be like, you literally never do this when I'm home, ever. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's it's just, it's different when you're It's here. the added pressure of cooking for two. Yeah, cooking for two's. Not always the best. If you mess something up when you're just cooking for yourself, nothing matters. But she would always kind of treat me like I was doing something like in, to intentionally spite her. And that's just not the case. Right. That's not what I was trying to do. You only have so much free time. And also, time. it's expensive to buy two pieces of halibut. Absolutely. That is a lot. That is a big part of it. Like a when, nice when I'm not cooking for two, I like to still pay for, I like to still act like when I'm at the grocery store, I've already allotted, I've mentally spent that money already at the grocery store. So if I need to buy something nicer to to get to that amount for my super supermarket sweep, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend that money on on something a little nicer for myself. Completely understand. To put a bow on it, we don't need the Tropicana mimosa spritzer. I don't know. I we think, don't need a fr- I don't need froth level on my on my orange juice. I w- I once went to a bar. It was a it was a hotel bar at a very nice hotel that we could not afford to stay at. But somebody said if you're near the hotel, go pop in. 
we went and popped in and we ordered some drinks at the bar, sat down and the guy brought over a bunch of stuff for a martini and he was like spritzing things in the air. And I was like, what you, what's going on? And he just had these, Wasteful. he just had these like essential oils that he was putting in the, the martinis. What? And now that I think about it, I kind of want to be at a place and have the guy with a spray bottle of orange juice and just be doing like vibes. It's kind of like when you think you have a ghost in your home and you burn sage. Yeah. It's like that only with spritzing exactly. orange juice. I, th- I think it's just for vibes. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. Speaking of mimosas, are you a, are you a believer that different alcohols um, affect your mood and, and your, your behavior yeah, differently? I am. Because I can, like I said, don't brunch that often anymore. Really ever. But back in the day, like at 28, 25, my prime going out time, being like two or three mimosas deep and then like doing like a, a big Sunday was like as good as it got. Oh, the head buzz that you'd get? The head Kind of walk out of there feeling invincible? Now, champagne kills me later on. I'm feeling it that night and the next day. But compared to like just drinking like a beer, like if I were to drink three beers as opposed to three whatever mimosas, it's completely different. I don't actively try to drink any sparkling wine or Prosecco or champagne at this point. I had an experience where something might have happened with my stomach. And the only thing I could I could trace it back to was some champagne that I had drank. And so since then, I'm anti I, I have I've been avoiding it. I don't want to poop myself. Did you poop yourself? I didn't poop myself, but I was on poop yourself watch, which is not a good place to find yourself. No, but at least you had the um, awareness to put yourself on a watch. So you're, you know, you're like conditions are favorable for me crapping my pants. We are going to talk about this show in a little bit, but I actually identified pretty well with uh, a scene in White Lotus the other night when uh, Christopher Moltisanti's dad uh, farted and then said that it was because of the Prosecco. I thought to myself... Yeah. Bubbles. It makes yeah, yeah my it makes sense that you'd be gassy. Yeah. Yeah. I was that's like, probably, that's exactly what happened. That's probably a thing. I might I might have been in a similar situation on vacation in Italy when this struck. So I, I very much identified with this. Worst place to do it on vacation, man. Dude, in European toilets, not it. No. Dude, we even talked about Brett's toilet at his at his apartment. You you guys use that thing? <laughs> I did. I did. Of course I did. Like, yeah, I was there for more than 30 minutes. Yeah, but the issue, the issue with you is that you're not a sit-down peer, like, no. like your boy. No. Dude, it's, it might be one of the lowest toilets I've ever experienced. Oh, he's got a low toilet. Dude, it's like the lowest toilet ever. So knees are above? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're below. Yeah, yeah. Your knees are not at 90 degrees. That's interesting because you're, well, 5'11"-ish, whereas Brett, Brett's taller than you, Some right? people say I'm 6'2". What's Brett, 6'1"? Six 6'2"? Six he's taller than Dylan. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. That floppy-haired. He's, isn't Brett like 5'10"? He's not 5'10". That's he might be 5'10". I think Dylan's 5'10", too. I think I'm the tallest person in the company. Well, let me say this. The low toilet throws me off. And as someone who just replaced a toilet seat in his uh, bathroom, yeah. I did that. Kind of some manly shit. Um, it was sliding. Yeah. We just needed oh, and, Sally just did this for us. Yeah, it's very easy. It's not... <laughs> It's ter- turns out you don't need to watch like a YouTube video to replace a toilet seat. Yeah, you just kind of screw something it's on. Like the, it's like the training wheels of, of home improvement. I knew it was easy because Sally not only got the package in the mail that day, but installed it that day. And I thought, huh, like usually this kind of thing sits around for a couple of days in our place. Like the cardboard box doesn't get recycled for a while. 
Bang, bang, bang. All done. Very impressive. Yeah. That's not something you can wait around on. But yeah, no, I didn't notice that. But again, I did not sit. Low toilet. Brett's a low toilet guy. Okay. Sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't know we were going to expose him like this today. No, I mean, I'm sure with that. He's got he would rather us expose him for that than something else in that, in that same genre. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, so at Brett's party the other night, I was chilling there. And uh-huh. I was talking to my wife. Sure. And she was holding a glass of red wine. And as I was telling a story to somebody, my hand went over and I hit her glass of red wine. And I didn't spill it everywhere. But a bunch spilled down. It spilled on me. spilled on the carpet. And I didn't realize this until Monday after the party. But I looked down and I had spilled red wine all over my shoes. Oh my God. And I got bad news. I was not wearing our friends over at Rothy's that night, which Dude. I'm partially glad I didn't because I didn't want to have to wash them the next day. But I was devastated to realize that I can't just wash the shoes that I spilled that red wine on. And it bummed me out because Rothy's are goaded when it comes to this. Weren't you wearing a. No, I don't know. We'll kick that around later. Um, yeah, I, I wear these at the gym every day, every time I go. They're my now. I used to be just for certain days, like uh, leg day, or if I'm going to be doing some kind of modified deadlift. But I don't really do much of that anymore. But they're so comfortable. I'm wearing them, and if you know, you wear them to the gym enough, you sweat in them. Mm-hmm. Toss them in the washer, like you said. It's that easy. Just put. I put them out on the on the back deck. Let them dry. Boom. These are new Good twists new. on an old favorite. Your boy loves some just classic white sneakers, and these guys just do it right. They match with everything from the from the boardroom to the discoteca. Some might say. I've worn mine in the bibliotheca, famously. They're you guys, phenomenal. You guys already know about how much we enjoy these. Say goodbye to the break-in period you usually have to go through with other shoes. These soft and flexible materials that these are made with are wildly comfortable. They have insoles that make them one of the most wearable shoes out of the box right now. If dirty sneakers are your greatest pet peeve, rest easy. Like I said, Rothy's shoes are 100% machine washable thanks to their sustainably made material, so you never have to worry about dirtying them up. Mainly because you can dirty them up and just get rid of them. Get rid of those stains by just tossing them in there. They're knit with 100% recycled materials. Even the sneaker laces are made from recycled, single-use plastic bottles. And now Rothy's just launched two new, brand new sneaker styles. The RSO2, a more relaxed lace-up that's like a t-shirt for your feet. Or the City Slip-On Sneaker, a refined luxe slip-on. Finally, in a men's size range. No wonder they got the best-selling men's shoes that have five-star reviews from almost every customer. Rothy's has amazing sneakers that include two new... I just said them. Sorry, I'm all rattled right now. You're just, you're just super aged for Rothy's right now. Yeah, I, I just I, I just start... I kind of just, you know... Uh, I'm just beating myself up. I'm currently wearing those stupid shoes that have the red wine stains on them. And now every time I look down, I'm going to be mad that I wasn't wearing the Rothy's. This season... Find out why people fall hard for Rothy's with new shoes, bags, and more for everybody. You can snag something for yourself or someone you love. For a limited time, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash steam. That's $20 off at R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash steam. We've, uh, we've talked a lot in the past about eating meat, maybe even smoking meat. Sure. There are some people out there that are... Only meat smokers. They only smoke meat. It's yeah. for meat smokers only. They have an Instagram account. There's other people out there that maybe don't even like cooking their meat at all. Mm. It's more bioavailable in their minds. Our friend, Mr. Raw Meat Experiment, who we've talked about numerous times on this podcast, he took a, took a little hiatus from posting for a while. 
But as I made a note of, I think it was even just last week, I said, no, he's, he's commented on his most recent post saying he's still here. He's just not into it right now. And I got bad news. He's been suspended. He got run? I don't like that. He got suspended. And so now he has a new one called Raw Meat Experiment 2 that's got 3,300 followers. He was suspended at 150K. Um, do we know why? Now, I know there is precedent for Instagram to, oh, I don't know, randomly suspend an account and not really tell them why. And then three days later, be like, oh, that was actually just our bad and give you nothing else. He says he was deleted at 150K by Big Grill. He said, you're in her DMs. Did he say Big Grill? He said Big Grill. Hell yeah. He said, you're in her DMs. I'm getting kicked off Instagram for eating raw meat at Whole Foods. We are not the same. Ooh. Um, Whole Foods owned by Amazon. Correct. Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Uh-huh. Jeff Bezos controls the world. Yeah. Do you think he got tired of this dude just parking his little ass right outside of Whole Foods and eating raw meat every day? If I'm Whole Foods, I'm very conflicted when it comes to this guy because I'm like, well, one, I'm glad that he's doing it at Whole Foods because we're getting free publicity from this guy. Sure. But two, he's also eating like random raw foods outside every single day until he gets sick or dies. Which, and to our knowledge, has not happened. He he's, has not claimed to have gotten sick yet. And he has not claimed to have died. Part of me is happy that his account got suspended because I think that's what we needed in order to get him back in the game. He went a few months without posting anything. And he he was seemingly very upfront and honest about not eating raw meat on Instagram for a little bit. He just kind of said like, I don't know, I'm just kind of not feeling it right now. I, I respect, respect that. Hey, do you think part of this is like a ploy, like just to get some buzz? No, because I think giving up 150,000 followers for for that, it would be a, a miss. It would be a bad a bad ploy. Sunday Scaries has gotten suspended twice at this point, neither time with any reason. Last and three months. Both times it got brought back without any reason at all. Both times it was suspended. No post was taken down. There was no post that was pointed out as the reason. I, I truly have no idea. And him getting his or having his account taken away in the way that it was has now added more layers and more question marks to this. I have gone on Instagram and asked for any contacts that people might have at Instagram. I have been put in touch with people and I've talked to people at Instagram who have tried to help me with certain things to give me some answers. I have to say, Instagram might have the most unapproachable support team I've ever seen in my entire life. Not only are they impossible to get a hold, like you, you just straight up can't get a hold of them. But even if you have somebody at that works at the company, they don't even know where to go. They don't know what to do. I've never seen anything like it. Um, man, yeah, I guess I've never had to. Oh, actually, that's not true. Back at the uh, the previous company, I mean, some of the accounts might have gotten paused or in a little bit of trouble for something. And I can remember we were like having to reach out to people who didn't weren't even affiliated with it that just had better contacts there because the people we thought we knew at Instagram just weren't helpful. It's crazy. Like this guy didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything that would justify getting your account kicked off. All his uh, content was original. It makes no sense that you just get suspended. For is there is is the thought, and the only thing I can think of is that they were like, this is dangerous to public health. He's promoting something that, and claiming it has one effect on the body, which it doesn't. 
I don't know. Maybe they're saying, you know, he's promoting a dangerous thing, eating raw meat, which I mean, I think most people would say, oh, you should definitely cook your meat. Otherwise you could get sick. Um, or is this just big food? I mean, okay. So his account got suspended, right? If you search raw meat experiment, which I just tried to do, nothing comes up besides raw meat experiment too. His thing. Shadow ban. No, not a shadow. Just ban. a full ban. Full ban. But Kanye, who's been putting out stuff, has gotten posts marked with, uh, you know, the thing that says um, sensitive content. This photo may contain graphic or violent content. Like he's out here putting out his stuff and claiming to get suspended from these things. You can still go to his profile. You can still look at everything he's posted. You can still access his stuff. It makes no sense to me that Instagram operates and like will just completely delete an account from their site. But then they, quote unquote, suspend Kanye and his shit's still out there. Yeah. I guess uh, it shows what their priorities are. I don't think they even have like any rhyme or reason for anything at this point. It, none of it makes sense to me as somebody who's been affected by this. Yeah. I mean, that, that first time it happened, we were all like, weren't you out of town? Were you out of town for both of them? Both? No, I was. No, the, the unfortunately, the first time that Scaries got suspended, I was uh, about two martinis and a bottle of wine deep at Brett's anniversary dinner at Carve. Right. And I was buzzed enough that I didn't realize what was going on. So I didn't take any screenshots, nor did I know what was going on. But then when this that happened two months later, the exact same process happened. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, if it gets suspended again, I'm not going to worry about it because I'll probably have it back in two days. Yeah. It, it's still not helpful. For I us, still though. have five contacts in my DMs that have offered to help and done stuff, but even no one else has even been able to offer me an answer as to why it was suspended in the first place. Interesting. Well, whoever runs that meat smokers only account should be on watch. Yeah. They gotta be careful. Gotta be real careful. I want raw meat to come back. If, if, if yeah. him getting his account taken away means that he's back and trying to build that following again, I'm not going to be too upset about it, but I will ride for him saying that he should just get his old account back. I can't explain why I enjoy eating this man or, oh, that sounded weird. You're trying to, why I enjoy you're taking watching, it one step further. Why I enjoy watching this man eat raw meat, but there's something about him. He just looks really likable and approachable. He is likable, dude. And I, granted, I rarely finish the video because I don't really care to see him finish uh, the whatever, the porterhouse or whatever it is. But man. I need him back. I like that content option out there. I like him because he he's not he's not like a negative person. Everything he does on there is positive. He's, he's trying to slonkers. He's trying to inspire people to to drink more slonkers. Which I yesterday my diet consisted of mainly slonks, cooked slonks, but slonks nonetheless. See, I need to up my slonks. You told me you told me yesterday you're not an egg guy. No, I don't. When did that change? When they started giving me uh, tummy issues when I was younger, I've never been a huge egg person. I don't, I don't avoid them uh, in the sense that like I refuse to eat them. But if I have the option to get something that without egg in it, I'll probably go for that option most of the time. Okay. I do like a good poached egg though, dude. Oh, sure, God, poached. Very good. I can't poach an egg. I can't do that with the. I can't do it in the in the boiling water with the vinegar and stuff. That's too much work for me. It's just scary. I'm I'm normally doing a is quick scramble just for convenience or, or I do a fry. A, I do a fried egg out of laziness. Yeah, and even then, you got to whip it up with the fork or whatever. If I'm at a hotel that knows how to do like a good good egg, I'll eat some eggs there. Uh, deviled eggs, <sighs> underrated app. 
It's it's a difficult thing for me to say, Dave. As I, don't I have, think I had one until like ten years ago. I have a group text that's that we talk about deviled eggs. And so I think we of are. Of course, you do. We're overrating them. It's just three of us. But is, that the, all, is that the the all that you're talking about is deviled, deviled eggs. eggs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We anytime we're at a party where deviled eggs are being served, we take a photo and we drop the deviled eggs in there. Okay. But we're deviled egg stands, so I I think I think I I think I'm. I'm too partial to deviled eggs to be able to weigh in on something like that. I love them. I'd love to mock you for that, but we also have a group a group chat with uh, a couple guys that's just weather and and meat smoking. Yeah, well, we have I have pizza. I do have a pizza one. Pizza porn, which is just it's just my friend group from high school, and it's keeping us alive. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even send photos of my pizza to you so you can pass it along to the group text that I'm not even in. I will never misrepresent someone else's pizza for my own pizza. No, I just want them to know that I'm eating pizza. I'm yeah. playing that card, baby. The The one pizza that has made waves in that group chat lately was actually from uh, Favorite Pizza in Austin, Texas. I sent one of those and people were like, this might be the perfect pie. It's a good spot. It's a good spot. If you are uh, visiting Austin and looking for a quick... Not a sit-down place, although there is a little bit of seating. Not much. It's more like a bar, tiny, tiny little spot. If you're on West Six and you're looking for a slice, that's a good spot. Dave, do we have any White Lotus Season 2 takes? I took too long to watch this, and I apologize. I wish I would have watched it on uh, Sunday night when it dropped so that we could talk about it Monday. But I did watch it last night. We, we didn't have internet last night for about two hours, and we all we wanted to do is watch White Lotus Season 2. And we did the thing where you go on the app and you have to go through like a whole text conversation with the, the support person while they check your stuff. And finally we got there, and finally I got to watch something that I should have, like I said, should have watched on Sunday night. White Lotus last season uh, was one of my top three shows of the year. Yeah, I have nothing negative to say about Season 1. Really good. It was everything I wanted out of something. Yeah, just strong performances, great cast. Connie Britton, Sydney Sweeney, uh, other guy. Those are the first two you named, not yeah, Armand. That's right. Shout out Shane. Shane. I I love the concept of the White Lotus so much that it would take a lot for me to not still be like watch it. They could have a total. They could lay a total egg this season. They could go straight up True Detective season two on us right now. I saw some people trying to make that comparison because there is a little bit of negative um, out there after one one episode. My only thought when I was watching it, so it's it's in Sicily, or as last year it was Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It's the same resort, White Lotus, five star resort, and like there's a lot of Italian early on, and so you're reading subtitles. Some people they just cannot. There wasn't do subtitles. that much. I it felt like a lot. I was actually probably two early birds deep when I was watching it. So maybe I was overthinking it. You told me before there was a lot of, of subtitles. And then when I, when I finished the episode, I thought, okay, there wasn't nearly as much as I thought there was going to be. Well, good. Um, Other than that, I have, I have no issues with the show. Now I did, it did, it did take a little bit of time to get into the plot and who the characters were. I think we're at a point with television where the shows that release weekly are at a disadvantage to the shows that you can just start binging because if there's anyone out there talking negatively about like white Lotus after one episode, like shut up, you got to let this transpire. You got to give it at least two episodes before you bail out of all the dynamics that have unfolded thus far on this, uh, premiere episode from season two, out of all the dynamics and groups that are at the hotel, which one are you most interested in right now? 
Um, we've got the 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 grandpa son grandson dynamic yeah. where they're going to go see his, his where his grandmother was born in Italy. We've got the couples trip that is two couples, which is I'll get into that in a second. And then we have uh, the character arc from last year. Yeah, um, there will be spoilers in this. So we there is it starts off with a with a floating body in the sea. Yes, and like you know, so obviously it's built around like okay, who is it? And then they allude to more bodies. They did the same thing they did last year, where they said one week prior. Essentially, yeah. they show something, they go one week prior. Um, you know, I don't think I needed any characters coming back for season two, and there's just two, to my knowledge. Uh, Tanya and Greg, right? I don't know. Uncle Nate, Rico. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna operate under any names right now, as I know nobody's name. But he is much more of a dick in season two. Like he just kind of seems like an ass. I'm very interested. I'm very interested in the uh, potential for a uh, love connection between her assistant and Michael Imperioli's son. Correct. I, I, I'm very happy about that and how that's going to unfold. Uh, I very much like Valentina. I've since pulled up their, their names. Valentina is the manager at the hotel. She is seemingly scorched earth, and I think she's going to turn out to be a hilarious character as the season goes on. Yeah, I think uh, going in, you you see like, oh, this is the uh, the manager of the resort, and you're assuming it's going to be an Armand-style character, so you're looking for that level of – and it's – and you don't get it because I think it's a slow build for this character. And she's speaking predominantly in Italian um, in this episode. Well, she speaks English to the guests. But, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, wait, is she going to be? She's going to be something. She's she's very blunt. She's a good character. Yeah. But it takes a little bit. We have Haley Lou Richardson as Portia, the personal assistant that you just referenced. She looks exactly like Zoe Deutsch. I can't get over how much she looks like Zoe Deutsch in this show. And I don't know if Zoe – is Zoe Deutsch even, like – that popular that other people think of this? Or am I just thinking this because I follow Jimmy Tatro on Instagram? You know, I'll be honest. I had to look up Zoe Deutsch to see what she looked like, but she does look a lot like um, this character. Yes, correct. I think out of all the dynamics that have that have been put out there for us, I'm most excited to see how the couples thing transpires. And I think it's because I think that's the period of our lives that we're closest to at this point. We did see that dude's hammer. Okay, I'll ask what everyone's asking. Was that a fake penis? Yeah. That thing was huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Big hang down. Like, when I saw before the show that there was, you know, sex, nudity, all that, you know, kind of thinking, okay, kind of imagining, and as they're introducing the characters, I'm maybe thinking, oh, what if it's this person? Uh Maybe I'd like it to be this person. I mean, didn't expect it to um, to be that. A lot of man meat. A lot of man meat. I wonder how many people have actually watched the show because I feel like it came back with less fanfare than I expected. It'll pick up. It'll pick up. I think it's tough when it's not the same cast. Yeah. And usually I'm not a fan of this, but I think season one was done so well that I think season two started off, in my opinion, like it feels like the same show just with a different cast. Like I know that sounds like a very like matter of fact statement, but it doesn't feel that much different. Whereas... Like True Detective, when they come back with a totally new cast, totally new plotline, totally new whatever, it's just different. Like this is essentially the same setting. It's just different people. Yeah. 
Um, and I think you mentioned this a minute ago, the couple's trip idea, especially when the, um, the SIG UDs have really no relationship whatsoever, mm -hmm. that's not a good idea. I think any couple's trip, I don't think you should do one other couple. I think if you go on a couple's trip like this, you have to have two other couples there. Three's a good number. Sally and I tried to make trip friends in Italy at the hotel that we were staying at. It was very white lotus of us trying to like do it. We completely failed twice. You fumbled it? Two different couples. You fumbled the friendship? Two different couples were like, nah, fuck these people. Yeah. It didn't feel good. We made couple friends um, when we were in Mexico. And the guy ended up, he like works for Pirelli Tires. And he's like, goes to all the F1 things. And I got his number. And I've, I always am like, oh, should I text him when you, like, you know, when there's F1 Austin? And I just, I just haven't texted him. We, we Shout saw, Troy. we saw a couple sitting at a restaurant. Uh, we had already seen them at our hotel numerous times. We hadn't talked to them yet, but they were sitting next to us at the restaurant and they were so close to us. And we had, we had exchanged glances so many times over the last couple of days that we knew that we had to eventually say something. And we finally did. And then it, it came to light that we did not have a ride home from the restaurant. And they were like, oh, well, we have a car that's going to come pick us up. We can just split that. And instead of paying them for that, we just said, like, let's go get a drink at the hotel bar. We'll, we'll get you guys a drink for taking us home. Uh, we had seemingly had fun. Thought we had fun, at least. We uh, exchanged phone numbers. No. And then when we texted them to get a, a drink the next day, uh, we, they did not respond. Just nothing. Just nothing. They straight ghosted us. Even like the next day, they weren't like, hey, sorry, we were... We were down pretty bad. No. Never and heard from them again. Luckily for us. Luckily. No, we I we saw them before we sent the text message, like that day. Okay. I made a joke as I was leaving the pool. Tried to. You're wearing the, a white bathing suit. Tried to be the funny. No, I was not wearing a white bathing suit. Oh, okay. No. I can't wear white bathing suits. Slick back hair. Seems aggressive. It is. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have trip friend in me, I guess. It doesn't... Uh, I don't mean this as an insult, but it doesn't take a lot to make a trip friend. Like as long as you are normal, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some similar, although the, all I could think of is that we were about, I think I was like eight years older than them. And Sally was six years older. All I could think of was like, maybe they just think we're the old annoying people, but like, dude, you're on vacation at a hotel with no one to hang out with. Like, wouldn't you rather have people six years older than you to go out for drinks with than like, just go talk to your significant other for the millionth were they, time were they married or just dating everyone was on their honeymoon both both couples we were trying to hang out with were both on their honeymoon that's probably why they're still in the honey they're literally in the honeymoon phase so they're literally they're wanting to just hang out with each other you not know, that you and sally don't want to hang out with each other no but no man i mean you get you know you yeah. kind of start wanting to branch out not, i think not the, like in a weird I think way sally but, wanted to hang out with other people more than i did you're like, babe, let's just let's just go home and like watch a movie. She's like, no, let's go, uh, let's go to like downtown Cabo. Let's go to like let's go do something aggressive. Yeah. I think she was tired of me more than anything. Yeah, trip friends are a risky thing. I do like that concept though. I think it's I, I've always been interested by it. It's worked out for me before. Didn't you also weren't you wearing an uh, a bathing suit that had an upside down pineapple on it? Do you think maybe you put off the wrong vibe? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the outfit that I wore one of the nights. Like, did I wear the shirt that shows my nipples either of the nights that I talked to these people? I don't think Lin I did. Linen often shows nips. In I fact, did. Linen's going to show nip. I did worry that I insulted them one one time. Uh, there was a large group of people underneath our hotel room one night, and they were talking until like three in the morning about really douchey stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, we were up till like three last night because these people wouldn't shut up. But below us, talking about like how they take trips to the Alps and stuff. 
And it got kind of quiet after that. And I was like, yeah, they, these people might have sat in on that conversation. Oh. I don't think they did, though. Because I was looking at them. <laughs> I bricked my trip friendship. You really did. Fuck. Dude, that's... I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm, I'm a little surprised this is the first that's coming to light. I was worried about talking about it too close to the trip because they knew, they knew what I did for a living. And so I didn't want them to listen to the episode like right after and then be like, wow. So he just threw us under the bus that quick. I think about that a lot when somebody, friend, distant relative, somebody on Alyssa's side of the family like finds out what we do here. And they're like, oh, I'm going to give it a listen. And then I always, Monday morning, as soon as you intro me, it hits me. I always start thinking okay. like, oh, no. Don't, don't make a cum joke in the first few minutes. They'll probably drop it. off after like two minutes anyway. So yeah. like, if you can make through that, just don't make any cum jokes. Mm -hmm. No, that is something that goes through my head. And then after the episode, it continues. I'm like, all right, well, if they went start to finish, what are they thinking about that episode? And it turns out it's one where we just, we made one of the members of the show do like a, a bad Christopher Walken impression. Just because it was, <laughs> is this why is this why Dylan's dad thinks that we like aren't an actual business? Um. Well, he does now. Now he saw the office. True. True. Yeah. He was very dude. He was very stoked on us at the. Yeah, uh, you have to be. the company party. Got to get stoked for the boys. He's very he's very surprised. He's he said he was very complimentary. He did mention. I don't know if I've told this on the pod. He asked. If we purposely say things that high school kids in California say, because mm -hmm. I think Dylan, some of it might bleed over into his family life. Because Dylan, say what you want about Will and I, no one will wear out a word or a saying quicker than Dylan. Dylan's the reason for that. Goated had a 24-hour run, and it was maybe even less than that because he... He absolutely put that stamp into every episode we did that week. Oh, we could bring up so I could be at a bar ordering uh, a Miller Coors product, Molson Coors product, and he'll be like, "Yeah, but is it goaded?" He'd be like, "Dude, it's not even relevant to the conversation. Yeah, you don't, we're not on the mic." Yeah, like it's, you don't have to just keep life. saying "goaded." Yeah, like this has nothing to do with if something's good or not. I'm just ordering something from a restaurant. People often ask, they're like, "Oh, you know, if you do like an AMA with one of the wives or something, like, oh, is it tough because?" He's always doing like circling back, bit, back bits at home. And like, if you're wondering if we do, I mean, they, they, we, it definitely bleeds over significantly. I try not to have it bleed over. But when I was in Michigan talking to one of my buddies, he was telling me, he was explaining something to me about his job. And in the middle of the conversation, you know how sometimes when you're talking to somebody, you'll say like, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At one point I just went, oh, that's, that's facts. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was like, why did I just say that's facts? Like he, he, he doesn't do this in his normal life. Like yeah. he works for a tech company. Like right. he's not sitting around saying that's facts with his boys. It's just embarrassing. Yeah, I'm 38. Yeah. Too old to be saying facts. Am, oh, I, still, am I 38 or 30? I'm 38. Dylan's, Dylan's 39. 39, yeah. Right, right. Just wanted to be clear. Uh-oh. It's time for This Weekend in Fun presented by our friends over at DraftKings. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. My Red Wings this year, they're looking a little dangerous. I would love a little skin in the game on these boys. Hey, get over it. Dallas Stars are atop the Central Division. Stars are good. We're Red playing, Wings are just trying to offense. we're just trying to get into that playoff mix at this point. And I'm okay with that. No I'm trying to ruin some. We're not trying to win a championship here. We're just trying to ruin some seasons for other people. 
That's a fun place to be. You're it in is. a rebuild. You, you don't want you want to be the scary team that comes in that nobody wants to play. You're in a fun spot. Yeah. Low expectations yield, uh, you know, happy results when the expectations are passed. Yeah. If that's not exciting enough, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot and even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code WASHED and bet $5 on any NHL team to win that game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code WASHED at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Dave, what do you get into this weekend? So glad you asked. There is a new-ish, a new location of a barbecue spot in South Austin that just opened up. Ooh, it's going to be paired with a microbrewery at some point. Randy, I think that's not happening for a while, but um, Randy and I have had our eyes on it. Dude, I I, I swear to God, Slab Randy, barbecue. Randy has given us such tabs on this place that I thought that Randy might have had some type of skin in the game. Randy has equity. He like, discloses to me. Like he's doing video work for them behind at the a dinner. Yeah, that would be. He's probably he's doing video stuff on the side, which I would have no issue with. But this place is fun because uh, the first time I ordered it, when I went to pick it up, I didn't realize this at the time. Uh, it was lo their first location was in a bowling alley. Okay. So I had to actually get out of my vehicle and go inside the bowling alley and hang out there for a minute, which was lit. It was league night, Tuesday night. Um. But now they've got a new spot, so I'm gonna try that Friday. Hopefully, that's the plan. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna go to this spot at some point, and I'm just gonna say that I like the bowling alley more. I like the idea of getting barbecue in a bowling alley. It plays well, and it it does sound crazy, but like they don't. They obviously don't have a, the smokers on the outside. That would be difficult to have a, a smoker inside of the bowling alley. You just get a hood fan. Is you'd have to have quite the, quite the hood fan. I'm not even sure if those really do anything. If we're being clear. Anyway, the one at our night. place does not. No, the one if in my like, landlord's listening, I'm not complaining, and we don't need it replaced. The I one in every apartment I've lived in is, it's just it's just like a noisemaker. Dude, our pandemic apartment that we lived in, like that thing was great. It sucked everything out of there. Just siphoned out the smoke. Yeah, it knew it knew who was living there, and it just took yeah, after. You me. couldn't let down the siphon. That's the sound of it. Saturday, I'm playing golf. Weather permitting. I think we're going to be fine. Overnight storms. That's fine. Should soften up the course, make it a little bit more gettable. Yeah, dude. It's a gettable course for sure. It's definitely gettable. Um, playing golf. Some friends. Friends of the show. You know them. Mm -hmm. Very aware. And uh, I'm looking forward to it because we were supposed to play last Friday and we got straight up rained out. We did. And we got pitch decked out. Yeah. But that's okay. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. Sometimes Friday golf has to has to get canceled because of, you know, work. Yeah. I thought I would be playing when, when we started Wash media and like, all right, we're going to do our own media company and it's going to be around podcasts. I thought I'd be playing way more go golf than I am. Yeah. That being said, I did have a child and I've got a dog at home. So it does make it a little bit more difficult, but I'm excited. I haven't played since my, my trip my handicaps up to like 10 and a half. Now I'm not playing good golf, but I'm hoping, hoping the break that I've had in the last couple of weeks is will do me some good. Yeah. I'm not going to touch a club till Saturday. I'm on a golf sabbatical right now. I haven't played since uh, I was at the White Lotus Resort in Italy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Italian golf, not that great, apparently. 
Uh, yeah, I looked at the websites of some of the places that we thought about trying to play over there when we had some free time. And I'll be honest, I was like not into it. You should do like a you should do like a video series where you just like you and a few of your friends go play golf. Like call it like tour sauce. I think we should do that. We could do like Scandinavia. It's really good. Shout out DJ. Shout out the If I can figure out how to boys. download this on my iPad, that's gonna be my programming on the plane tomorrow. There's definitely a way, and I'm surprised. How do you not know that? I'm not paying. You should know that, and I should not. I am not paying for YouTube Premium if that's the only way I can do this. I'm not. I'm just simply not doing it. I think that's the only way to really consume uh, long-form video content on YouTube is by paying for Premium. Not going to do it. I got a big weekend lined up. I'm going to the West Coast. I'm going to the left coast. Going to Los Angeles, California. Wow. Got a wedding on Saturday. Leaving tomorrow. Staying at a hotel. I was staying at two hotels that I've never even heard of, nor have I done any research on them. I don't think there are any white lotuses, though. Okay. Very excited. Uh, we're doing two Italian dinners in a row. Okay. I like that because one, you know, dinner one allows you to play your Zoc card if you choose. Dinner two, you can really get out there and taste maybe the handmade pasta. Or See, whatever. here's my issue, though. Here's my issue. Dinner one is like the nicer restaurant. And dinner two is not. So I'm, I'm worried. Like, do I need to go all in the night before? Do I need to get like crazy? Do I need to get, need to get the Asabuco? Also, how do you say it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bold. We'll see. We'll I didn't see. know LA was known for their Italian food, but. Don't really have anything to do in LA besides go to this wedding. So I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I don't know. What do you do to kill time in LA? I think people just burn. You go down to the beach. I guess. We're what's, gonna be in, what's the close beach to LA? Huntington Beach? I don't know. We're going to be in like Burbank, Hollywood area. area. So I don't even know if the beach is in play. You can maybe go check out uh, Jay Leno's uh, motorcycle collection or whatever. Oh, yeah. You guys hear about this? Uh... That's Bill Simmons. It's not Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. He's Jay. probably got one too. No, Jay's got all the classic cars. He does have those. He's, He's got, got his own show. Triples. He got. I think he got a little wrong when they brought him back to replace Conan again. I don't think that was a J initiative. I think that was an NBC initiative. Uh, eh. Conan did get wronged. Conan got wronged. Conan got wronged. Jay. I just don't think it was totally Jay's fault. He couldn't get out of the game. He yeah. tried it. He braided it. Had to get back in. The game needed him. It needed a guy who made um, somewhat good jokes in all denim. If anyone has any stores, nothing wrong with all denim. No. If anyone has any stores in the Hollywood Burbank area that I should go hit or something, I don't want any restaurant recommendations because I just don't care at this point. There is a hot topic in the Burbank mall. Perfect. Perfect. I'll do that. Hit that. I'll do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know, but that's not a bad thing. Having too little to do during a wedding weekend in a different city is not a bad problem to have. No, that's great. And like I said, I don't know anything about LA, but- you know, you can say you've done it. I like LA. I'm just not very good at LA. The last time I was there, the only time I was there, we flew into there for your wedding mm -hmm. and then drove down to, uh, where was your wedding? Newport? La Laguna Beach, Laguna dude. Beach, sorry. The rest is still unwritten. Yeah. Rewatch coming soon. Maybe. Maybe. All right, Dave. It's been fun. Dylan will be back for voicemails airing tomorrow patreon.com slash circling back podcast but until then we'll see you then i don't know what that means Bye bye